Welcome to Born to Succeed with Michael Merritt. Thank you for your time. It's our favorite time of the day to hang out and make a difference in your life with a spirit of joy through motivation, inspiration, and faith. We're going to hear from Michael in a way only he can do through enthusiasm and his passion. You may be stuck in life. Well, today's message is going to get you back on track where you know how much God loves you right where you are. So let's get this party started. Here's Michael Merritt. Hello, Mr. Israel Hernandez. How are you doing, brother? Hey, I cannot get, I cannot, uh, so, so you don't have no video on your, like a Zoom link. You do yours different. Well, yeah, I, I, when I do a podcast, sometimes I'll do a Zoom, but sometimes I'll just do the, the podcast itself and just do it off the Anchor app because then I oh. have to go back when I do a Zoom and then cross post it. And so a lot of times it's just easier to pop a podcast. By jumping on my anchor app, so that's what we did. Oh, I didn't know that. So, I did not know that. I was like, okay, I'm clicking on the link. Where are you? <laughs> no, brother, we're just gonna do it by air today. No doubt about it. We'll get you on the screen uh, another day today. And we're just gonna do it. No, no, do it no, on no, the air. No rush, man. No, no rush, man. No rush. No so, Mister. Israel Hernandez, to our listeners out there, I'm just going to give a quick intro. He's got a better intro than I do, but this guy is an amazing guy. He's an author. He's a distinguished Toastmaster, and I'm going to let him explain that in a minute. He's a speaker. He's a podcaster. This guy's out there. He's got a couple of books out already. His first one was called Keep Moving Forward. His second book, Speak Your Way to Success, he's in that book as well. And then he's writing another book right now. And, of course... Uh, the thing I love in the book, Speak Your Way to Success, is the title of his chapter in that book is Proven People Wrong. So, Mr. Hernandez, tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do, and how you got to where you are today, brother. Well, I'm here. I uh, Well, my name is Israel Hernandez. I was born and raised in a small town in, in McAllen, Texas. I, was, uh, I have five other brothers, two sisters. My mom is the only one alive. She's 81 years old. I uh, I dropped out of high school, got into trouble, gang member, drug addict. I've been to military boot camps, rehabilitation centers. I've been to uh, uh, what else? Those clinics that uh, think you're crazy. I forgot those names of those things. I've been in and out of jail, but I uh, I grew up, I grew up in the environment when there was no support, no love, you know, because you know once my mom kicked my dad out at the age of eleven, well, I had all the freedom I wanted, you know what right. I mean. So, so I had no authority over me. So there is no authority, and there is no spiritual authority over me. Right. So I I I did whatever I wanted to do. Come home when I, you know. When I wanted to come home, I mean, no one told me, you know, I never, I never was grounded because, you know, my mom would tell me, you're grounded. What's that? Right. Right. <laughs> you know, I never had that, uh, that, hey, you better be home by 10. What? What are you talking right. about? You know, that is burning. The party starting at 11. Right. You're like, I, that's not even, it's not even getting started yet. What do you mean be home by then? 
Oh, yeah. No, no, no. In junior high, I remember coming home at 3, 4, 5 in the morning, still going to school, wow. you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I never had that authority, man. People telling me what to do, what time to come home. You know, I I never had that. I never had that. So for me, I was lacking that love, that support, that that uh, acceptance. So, you know, I joined the gang, right. you, know? And, you know? And that gang became my family for years. Right. Years, years. And, you know, they're the one that accepted me and encouraged me and hugged me and loved me. Even if it was the wrong kind of acceptance and love, but I still received it, you know? Sure, it was a family, right. I mean, yeah. when you're looking for a family, you're looking for love, and, and you're going to take that. Uh, just like with children in any age or direction, if they're not going to get attention from you one way, they're going to get it another. And if I can't get positive attention, then I'm going to get negative attention. I'll take that just as well. And that's something that happens, no doubt, as you get looking for a family. You'll find that family, whether it's positive or negative out there. Oh yeah, it's 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 funny but true. A lot of people don't understand that. That's why we get a lot of teenage pregnancies at 14, 15 because there's no father figure at home. You know, there's no there's no a first love, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, Absolutely. So the, the father doesn't come home and tell their daughters you're beautiful or spend time with them. Someone else going else going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, one of the guys the other day as a matter of fact, I posted on there a book that you said you read two chairs by Bob Bodine. Um, oh, good book. Yeah, I was talking with Bob at church, and he was saying, you know, Mike, that over 70% of men, as they are growing up, are never, never told their love by their father. Over 70% of men. He goes, so they don't know how to tell their daughters. They don't know how to tell their sons or their wives that they love them because they were never told that they were loved. And that's that's a huge problem, no doubt about it. We've, we've got to change our, our men in society and, and get them to know that, you know, we got to tell our children and our families, we love them, but that that's an amazing fact. And, and so of course, when the family is, is split and the father's not there, then as you say, then the certain supervisory roles go out the window and it's, it's very tough when mom's working and trying to provide to be a strict disciplinarian at the same time. Oh yeah, of course. But you know, we have to understand this also. 70 percent of men don't don't say I love you or or to our children, but you have to come to this into consideration. Who taught them? Right. You know, who 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 taught them? You know what I'm saying? They they follow their their parent example. Right. You know what I mean? They you know so it, it's it's really a generational curse that that needs to be broken. Yep. You know, we as men need to really get into fellowship with other men and get mentored because one thing I learned, and this is biblical, and I believe it goes both ways that, you know, in the book of James, it says that the younger women, I mean, that the older women should mentor the younger women, uh -huh. Uh -huh. you know, and I believe that also that, that that this generation be should be should be mentoring this younger generation. You yes, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But, but, yeah, but our church is not doing it. We're not we're not doing it because we don't have time. You know what I'm saying? And 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 uh, we have to step it up. We have to step it up. We have to step yeah. it up. 
Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. The My pastor at the church, he, he just did a series not too long ago, and he did 21 days of the book of John. And so every morning he got up, and for 33 minutes he preached a different chapter of John. And then he said, you know, I highly encourage all of my men out there. And he said, I highly encourage my women to do the same. He goes, but I highly encourage my men to find your circle of 12. I want you to have a circle of 12 disciples just like Jesus did. And so for you men, I encourage you today to stop and look around you and say, you know, who's in my circle? Who's going to be my 12? Who's my Paul? Who's my you know, rock when I need that rock or this answer or that or my Simon or, you know, different person because each one was different. Jesus, there's no doubt about it. Paul was his rock. I mean, there's so each one kind of had their role, but that's what he was saying. And I thought that was just so important. So you brought me to that right there where I was just thinking, bang, that goes back to what I was thinking before. And and definitely something that I'm going to do is try to create a group of men and definitely get some discipleship going and mentorship of some younger folks as well. And and that way we can give back and mentor, which is what you just said. We've got to do. We've got to, we've got to take what we've learned and and tell our younger generation that don't do this, do this instead. We, we, we've got a better way to do it now. And, and, and that's where my book comes in, you know, keep moving forward. The seven keys to transform your life, you know, I, I did not use scripture on this book, but on my fourth book that I'm writing, I'm going to use bu- biblical foundation, you know? And, uh, and uh, it's important because so many of us are still, Gary, are still carrying that grudge of, of hatred or bitterness or unforgiveness toward their parents because... We because they were never there for us, you know what I'm saying, and we carry that, that 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 burden on us. Like my, my mom was never there, my dad was never there, my mom and dad never supported me, or or what or whatever it is, you know, yeah. and and we carry that, and you know, and we carry that as a spiritual burden, and that's our excuse to not make it in life, to not succeed in life, because. We use that as as a shield, you yeah. know. Oh, you know, I don't believe you when you encourage me because I because I never got it at home, right? And and that's that's important, you know. That's important. That's important when you have when you have principles lined up in our lives. It's important because remember this: eighty five percent of people in America. I did a research. 85% of, of people in America uh-huh. die with bitterness, unforgiveness, resentment, and anger. Yep. That. That's a lot of yeah, people. I believe it, brother. I believe it. I believe and 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 like you said, you know, getting discipleship is very important because we need to rise up this man to let go of that of that bitterness. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's important. Yeah. So, Mr. Hernandez, you're an author. Now, I said three books earlier. Are you on your fourth book that you're writing at the moment? Well, I'm writing. Okay, my first book, like you said, it's like you said, it's a seven key to transform your life. And then and then we have the best international book called Speak Your Way uh-huh. to Success. 
And then I'm writing a business book. Okay. okay. So I could go to corporations and train them on customer service. That's my passion. I love training. I love teaching. I love uh -huh. mentoring. Let me let me get to my computer real quick. I'm right here. And it's called How to Build Excellent Customer Service. Okay. Seven Ways to Build a Better You and a Better Company. Wow. Sounds great. Yes, that's that's my business book. And uh and I'm writing another book. It's called How Bad Do You Want okay. It? Okay. So I'm in my third chapter on that wow. one. So so yes. You just like slinging them out left and right. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, Michael, believe it or not, it takes a lot of work. You know, a lot of discipline, a lot of it takes a lot of work. You know, the last couple of months, I'm not gonna lie, I've been slacking, but I'm I'm getting back to my to to my routine, yeah. so uh, hopefully um, hopefully by to by tonight I'll finish it or tomorrow morning I'll finish this book, send it to my publisher, and uh, start working on the book cover. Awesome. But it but it takes it takes it takes discipline. You know, I'm a high school dropout, man. Yeah, I'm a high school dropout. I have a GED. Ex gang member, crack addict. You know what I mean. I, 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 I've done. I've seen people. I've seen people die in front of me. I've done things I regret. You know, I've done so many crimes in my life that I'm not right. proud of. You know, I, I've, I've hurt a lot of people. I've burned a lot of bridges because of my past. But you know, and it's okay because. I'm rebuilding, yeah. you know, I, I'm rebuilding and, and, uh, anything's possible. You know, you don't have to go to college to write a book, right? You don't have to start a business to write it. You know, you don't have to go to college to start a business. You know, it's just takes a decision. Yeah. Yeah. No, two, two things I wrote down when I think of your story, which is kind of similar to mine. Um, not, not the same with the gang and all that. I mean, just me being a mess is that I wrote down, Going from a mess to a message. And then the other one I wrote down is tragedy to triumph. And I think it's, both it, of those would kind same. of explain your same story as well, from a mess to a message. And so when people go, why do I want to listen to Israel Hernandez speak at a at a conference? Or why do I want to listen to his podcast? Or why do I want to read his book? Because you're looking at somebody that has gone from here and is now over here and what a great inspiration, brother. So I want to tell you that, you know, I, I told you that when we were at Sticker Shock Speaking Academy, it was great to meet you and what a great inspiration you are. But I just wanted to say that right now as well and, and give you some major props because what you've done is, you know, taking a full 180 degree turn and then going like a rock star, man. So congratulations on where you've become. Now, before I go too far, I've been talking about being an author and a speaker and a podcaster, but... You got to tell folks, distinguished Toastmaster, brother. I mean, that's a special thing. So so tell our listeners out there what it is to be, first off, a Toastmaster, which is a great thing. But tell them what distinguished Toastmaster is. Well, a distinguished, well, Toastmaster is one, it's an organization that teaches people how to communicate more effectively, more effective, and more fluent. But your leadership skills, your communication skills, and it helps you own the state, you know, they, you know, uh, that's something that's very important in Toastmasters for six years and it changed, it changed 
you know, it, it changed me tremendously. And uh, a DTM is like, they say, a distinguished Toastmaster. There's 135,000 clubs and over 350,000 members worldwide. Wow. Okay. Toastmasters is an international organization worldwide. Right. From Mexico to Australia, from New York to China, whatever. Toastmasters is all over right. the world. And a distinguished Toastmaster is one of the highest awards you get. Only 2% of Toastmasters get that award because it's hard work. And when I joined Toastmasters six years ago, I wanted to have that title. I wanted to have a DTM. You know, I want to have that plaque in my uh -huh. wall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wanted to say, hey, I'm a distinguished Toastmaster. Absolutely. Because, because it was a it was a great accomplishment for me because it taught me a lot of things, but at the same time it helped me grow. Absolutely, right. You know, it, it, Get out of the box, think different, act different. It helped me because when I joined my club six years ago, I went in as just a regular guy, dropout, GED, but my club was a professional club. Okay, lawyers, attorneys, entrepreneurs, doctors, whatever. You know, they they were top of the line. And when I went, they walked me in, but they told me, so you have charisma, but you just need to shape your communication skills. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I did. And I did. So I went, I went against top people who are better communicators than me and we'll go one-on-one -on -one and, you know, and I'll beat them in, in, a, in a competition because I had charisma, I had humor, you know, I had structure, yeah. I had authority. That's what made me who I am today because of Toastmasters. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that, brother. That That's a huge honor. There's no doubt. Now, you were talking on your books. Who is your author that you – or who is your publisher that you use? The first publisher that I used was Great News University. Okay. I met him. I met him in the Les Brown Conference. Okay. So I met him, and he helped me out with my first book, and and uh, it was okay. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean, he did what he can, and I mean, I made a lot of mistakes in my first book that I will not make in my second yeah. book. But uh, yeah, he helped me out. You know, he gave me a stepping stone. He he gave me he gave me uh, a chance. So I uh, I paid him up front, and uh, and uh, he helped me publish my book. And I've sold over a thousand copies. Good. Yeah. So yeah, but everything went back to my business anyway, yeah. you know. And uh, so, so, so now I, uh, I'm, I'm doing things different now. I'm doing things different. I'm learning things different. Meeting you, your wife, at the secret card at, at the at the academy, really really impacted me in a way that, you know what? We could do it. Yeah. You know, we we could make it. We could not only build a company, but build an empire. Yeah, absolutely, brother. 
That, yes. That that room was so full of spirit. I mean, uh, I said it. My wife definitely said it even before I did. When she came out of there, she was like, that room was full of spirit. I mean, just felt like we were in the house of God. I mean, well, of course, I'm sitting here talking. She's been silent the whole time. So I will let her say that. How did you feel when we came out of that speaking academy, Miss Elisa? Hello, Israel. Uh, I thought, it, I mean, I really felt like it was the Good. revival of the spirits and everybody's spirit came alive through the, to me, it's through the Holy Spirit, but it was alive and it was, it was living in that room and coming through and everybody's stories and everybody's triumph of their, you know, just over their lives and taking control of their lives and doing things that, like you said, proving people wrong. And that's, you know, I resonated with your story in your book. I, I loved it. I, I couldn't read it fast enough. And um, and my mom always said, this too shall pass. And your mom, did your mom always say, keep moving forward? Always in Spanish. Adelante, mijo. Adelante. Yeah, so, so, and that's great because yeah. even though it was hard for them in their situations, um, in the positions that they were in as, you know, from their lives, like you said, generational things, then they couldn't give us exactly what we needed to become the best that we could be because they were still living in their hurt self. And so in my book, I'm getting ready to write a book. And um, right now I have 12 women. I got it from Daniel, the speaking Academy. When he just said 12 chapters, I just thought, that's like my, my family number. My dad was number 12 when he played football. My brother was number 12 when he played football. And so 12 just stuck, stood out at me. And so uh, when I came home after the revival s seminar, um, I came home and was doing my Bible study. And God just said 12 women, 12 stories, 12 messes into messages, 12 tra tragedies into triumphs. So I'm in the yep. midst of that right now. But it, it just... Um, in lots of ways, like you said, getting those books written, your books uh, written, and they're they're so moving. They're filled with the spirit. Like I could feel the spirit coming out of your book, and I can't wait. I'm gonna do your um, do a uh, I don't even know what it's called an advertisement piece, I guess, kind of testimonial. Yeah, testimonial for your book um, because it does it did change my life. It made me remember what I had forgotten. And then to stay a you know, stay encouraged to continue on. At one point, I don't. I gave the book to my daughter to read, so I don't have it in front of me right this second. But at one point in the book, you said, uh, "I think you were like telling yourself," and then you just said, "Stop." And you kind of wrote it out like that, you know. And in my mind, I said, "Stop." I think maybe to stop making excuses, maybe. Yes, stop making. Yeah, excuses. and I just yes. remember it just. It was like a, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I just thought, you're right. Stop. Stop making the excuses. It, it, and you know what? And it's true because one of my favorite parts of that book is called Finding Your, Finding Your uh -huh. Identity. And one of my favorite stories that I remember as a kid is, you know, when we we're growing up back in the 70s or 80s or whatever, we to dress up as what? As our favorite superhero or our favorite right, whatever. Right, you know what I mean? Car right. Eric, remember? As kids. 
And we didn't care what anybody said, what anybody said about us, you know, because once you put that, that cape and gown or, or whatever it was, you thought you were Superman, you thought you were Wonder yeah. Woman, you were thought you thought you were Batman. As kids, you know, as kids, we we're not embarrassed to go out there and 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 knock in the door and say, hey, trick or treat. Hey, who are you? I'm Superman. That's right. You know That's what I mean? Right. Okay, but now as grown-ups, we are afraid to, we are afraid to dress up as as a speaker. We're 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 afraid to dress up as an author. Right. We're afraid to dress up as an entrepreneur. We're we're afraid to dress up as a millionaire. You know what right. I mean? Because now that we're older, opinion the opinions of others affect us. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It keeps us locked up in fear. Exactly, because we're afraid to dress up as as people as people who are meant as as entrepreneurs. You know what yeah. I mean? And and in my book it says, "Don't be afraid to dress up. Don't be afraid to dress up. Don't be afraid." And uh, and it's it's important because we are we both of us, yourself, your husband, and I, we're entrepreneurs, we're speakers, we're coaches, we're mentors, right. we're 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 millionaires in the making. And and uh, and don't be afraid to dress up like that, you know? Right? Yeah, we we all definitely all are like minded in the way that we don't want anybody to ever feel the way we felt at any time in our life, whenever it was. Whenever we were limited and put in, when we were in our boxes where we thought we belonged, but we realize now that we are unique and we are, yes. you know, each one of us is different. We can, we're like-minded because we have the same goal in mind and that's to help other people. And we have different ways that we go about it. I know um, my favorite, one of my favorite parts about the book was whenever you talked about how you would go into that vacant building and just scream yes. out your name. That just, oh my gosh, it just, I just, I just love it because I can, you know, I had like a lot of issues as a kid growing up and nobody can ever say my name right. And so it just makes you feel unimportant that people don't try to know what your name is. And yep, so whenever yep. you did that, I just thought, gosh, that is so great. I mean, just to be able to go in because you have to get used to saying your name and who you are because that, that's a part of your identification. It, 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 it. It is true. It's amazing how when I used to go to that little little room and I say, I am Superman, and the echo will come back and says, You are Superman. Yeah. I am super, you know, you are Superman. And the echo will say, You are Superman. I said it louder and louder until I believed yeah. it. You know, I would come out. I was like eight, like seven, eight years old, barefooted. Yeah. <laughs> My cape was a towel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I was Superman. Yeah. You know? So that was my secret place. You know, that was my secret place. I will go and I say, I'm Batman. You are Batman. Or And then I will hear the echo right. back. I will hear the echo back. Because there, you know, there's, there's, there's power in yes. words. People don't understand yes. that. People don't understand that. There's a school that I went to a long time ago. It's called Christ for the Nations in Dallas, yes, Texas. Yeah. Right off Highway 35. And yeah. Yes. And this pastor, I forget his name, John Hill, I believe. He said, you create your own world by your own That's words. That's right. That's right. 
That's in, create your own world by your own words. And that, that, that's, that's took yeah. that to me, you know, that, that, those, those, those words cling to me, yeah. you know, cling to me. Even when things are not going my way, even when I'm negative in my bank account, I always say to myself, I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I am the lender and not the borrower. Even if I have nothing in my bank account, nothing, I am blessed coming in and I'm blessed coming right. out. The faith of God is on me, in me, and around me. Good things are going to happen to me because I'm a child right. of God. Amen. Amen. You know? So what I'm doing is I'm planting those seeds yeah. in me because it's going to manifest. It's going to manifest. Yeah, you're going to water it and it's going to grow. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 you know what? The, the Lord told me this long time ago. If you don't water a plant, what happens? Yeah, it dies. It dies. Yeah. If you don't water your seed, your spiritual seed, what happens? Yeah. It dies. So how do we water our seed? By our words. Yeah. Yeah, I think Zig Ziglar even said, like, um, in some of his, I don't know if it was a talk or a book that he spends, um, you know, he, he used to spend an hour a day in the Bible. That was part of his daily routine. And you have to have that every day. You have to, like the two chairs says, you've got to get up and start your day out with God. I mean, I can tell the days that I don't stay obedient and stay, you know, start my day out right. I can tell because I'm, I'm just not in a good mood. I have like a negative, I'm not negative, but I just have an aura about me that my spirit is just not set right. And so, right. so, right. so I personally, right. and, and I believe that you just have to start your day out like that so that because things are going to come against you and you have to be able to find a blessing in every single thing whether it's good or it's bad, there's going to be a blessing in it and a lesson. And so you have to look for those things because when bad things come at you, you're going to want to turn it around. So it doesn't bring you back. So it doesn't take you down. Right. We, we have to, we have to always come back to the word. Right. Always, always regardless of our situation. Yeah. Cause re remember this, we don't find, we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against spiritualities darkness and the heavenly realm. So we're finding we're finding an enemy who has structure. Right. Okay, people don't understand that. The enemy has structure. He he has his army. Yeah. In discipline and in check. Yeah, he you know has a I mean? plan too, still, right? Still kill and destroy, right? Still kill and destroy. Yeah, kill and destroy. But remember, he has a military plan also. Okay. People don't understand that. He, he, his, his generals, he has his, his chiefs, he has his soldiers, he has whatever, like, like the right. army, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so when things come against us, we have to go back into the word and get in right. the word and fight the enemy back with right. the word. Yeah. It's a, a spiritual you know? warfare that's going on. Yes. 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 Because our, our words. Our spirit. Right. Words are spirit. People don't understand that. You know, why things happen to me? But you, because you keep saying that, things yeah, like that. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. We're bringing it to you. Right. 
Yeah, you're bringing it. You, you're bringing it to yourself. You know, when I wrote my first book, I remember the Lord told me, "Start saying that you're an author." I said, "What?" I said, "You're an author." I said, "Pastor, come on, I'm a just, I'm just right. a dropout." Did you want to write a book or not? I said, "Yes, okay." Start confessing, you're an author. Yeah. So that's what I started doing. I'm an author. I'm a best-selling author. I'm a best-selling author. I'm a best-selling author. And guess what? It manifested in yeah, front of me. I, I think one of your greatest things you said at the Speaking Academy is you wrote yourself that check. Million dollars, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And I still, and I yeah. still have it. You know, because one day, one day, I'm going to, you know, I was telling a friend of mine the other day that we need to not only be impact the world with our speech, but there's going to time in our lives that God's going to call us to give away half of our yeah. income for the right. king. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to yeah. happen. God's going to put in your heart, hey, I want you to give $50,000 for the right. kingdom. Deep, done. Right. And we're going to have enough. We're going to be blessed enough to be able to bless everybody, right? I mean, I, in yeah. my vision board, I've got, I have, you know, all my family, which my dad's a one of 10, and I've got a million cousins. And, you know, everybody that I know and love, friends, family, is going to be affected, strangers, you know, um, different um fellowship groups or or like suicide preventions or heart attacks or mental illness all those people are going to be affected as i'm you know the more i have the more i can give and those are all the things that are going to that money is going to be applied to you know what i'm going to tell you one something sister that the lord just told me right now to tell you people are going to change because of your presence that's good that's good i'll take that okay not about right. the money People are going to change because of your presence, because your authority, because your influence, because your obedience to him, because you're in the word. When you, people are going to flock to you, keep this in mind, write this date right. down. People flock to you. People are going to want to get mentored by you. People want to, people are going to buy your books because the authority God's going to give you, you're going to change life just by your presence. And you know what? He's telling me right now, you remember the crippled man in the Bible when Paul, when Paul just passed him by the shadow and he was healed? Yes. In the book yes. of Acts? That's going to be you. Well, hallelujah. I'll okay. take it. That's, that's going to be you. I'm giving you this right now. I don't know what he's just telling me right now. You're going to be that person when you get on stage, just when people are sick or sickness or, or in church or, or in a conference and, 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 and they're, and they have cancer or, or, and you don't even know, just, just you passing by, they're going to fall on the floor, completely healed because the authority and the influence, the anointing that he's going to give you, because you're spending time with Amen. Him. Amen. Any, yeah, I'll take it all. That's what I was going to say. I'll take it all. I'll claim it all. I'll take it all. And I just, that's just why I just keep telling him, bring it to me, Lord. And give me that's the courage right. to, you know, just the courage. 
to, to overcome my fears of who's going to think what it doesn't matter anymore because there's people that are looking for answers and that need help and that need a, a you know, a kind word. And I'm, to me, I'm authentic. And so I'm going to tell you what I think is the truth and why I think it is the truth is because I'm proof that I didn't kill myself as many times as I thought I would have or could have. I'm still alive and through lots of different things. And so there's a reason. Well, there, it, it, it's a reason. It's because you're spending time yes. with him. Okay. And you know what, sister? I want to tell you one thing. You have the courage already. Okay. You have the courage. You have the faith. You have the belief. You have the anointing already. Okay. Don't, don't set yourself up for like, oh, give me the courage. No. Don't say that. You already have the right. courage. You're right. You're right. Okay. You already have the courage. Don't don't say, give me the courage, Lord. No. You already have the courage. Because the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead lives in, lives in yes. us. Okay? <laughs> Remember that. We have the authority. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? We have authority because the same spirit that rose Christ the dead lives in that's America. right that's right the same that walked with abraham okay. and joseph and yeah. exactly exactly one thing that i'm that's one thing that i'm trying to reprogram my mind right. okay because the more you spend time with him the more he's gonna right, give exactly you. that's it you just gotta let okay. him know you're ready i can i will i'm ready uh, yeah I'm ready. of course right yeah, you're 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 ready. You you know you're ready. You're 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 ready. You're ready. I'm just letting you know. Get yeah, ready, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I believe this podcast was not just for for uh, for us to. It's it's it was a confirmation for you to let you know that it's coming. It might not come today. It might not come next year, but it's gonna come. It's gonna come and. And what you're doing right now, you're, you you are getting prepared for the war that God's gonna give us to be responsible right. for. That's right. Okay. Yeah. You know, when you have when you start laying hands on people, things are gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, it's. I mean, this is the, that just reminds me of what the the verse or the story that's come up. I don't even know, like. 50 times over the last month is the woman who um, had been bleeding for 12 years and Jesus had walked by and mm -hmm. she beat her way through the crowd just to touch. All she could do was to get, she couldn't get his attention. So she could just touch the hem of his clothing. And then, and he, but he felt her presence touch his clothes and called out, you know, where is my daughter and, and who is she? And so that just, it resonates me with me just because, there's times that, you know, like bleeding internally, not not from, you know, any womenly things, but from pain and anguish and limitless thinking, limited thinking and, you know, things that make our heart bleed, right? But, but you're right. But what did a woman do? What did she do to get to yeah, this garment? She, all, she just had to have, she had faith and she had enough faith that she, she had to be ready. She, she had to be ready. She had to reach out and touch it. No, she went through the crowd. Yeah, yeah she yeah. beat her way through the crowd. Yeah. Okay. 
Remember, that, that crowd represents obstacles. That crowd represents people what people are going through right. in life. See, a lot of people, they want the healing, but they don't want to go through the right. crowd. Yeah. yeah. Okay? A lot of people want a blessing. They want this, but they don't want to go through the right. crowd. And you know what? And we need to go through that crowd. And when we go through the crowd, it's going to impact the people in that That's crowd. Right. Okay, and then when you turn around, they're gonna, they're they're gonna be following you. They're gonna be following you. Yeah. Because you are meant for greatness. You are meant to do marvelous things for the kingdom of Amen. God. Amen. Well, brother, I feel the same way about you. There's no doubt. There's the lives that you know that you're touching and blessing right now with your story and with your books and your podcast and anyone that's got to see your story, hear your story. Um, it's certainly going to impact their life and an inspiration. And again, for us, you know, it's a blessing for us to have met you. The sticker shock speaking Academy brought some amazing folks together. And, you know, we talked about it that day. We, we said, man, I, I think we just built some, lifelong friends here that are just amazing people and we're just going to be all in the boat together and we're just all going to rise up and then we're going to be out there impacting everybody we're going to be on each other's stages virtual and live we're going to be in each other's conferences we're going to be in each other's charities you're going to be donating to mine i'm going to be donating to yours you're going to be calling me out going mike we got another thing we got to work on together brother and Elisa, we got to work on this together, and we got to get more women over here and men over here, and we're gonna we're gonna impact millions and millions of lives between us. Exactly, There's no doubt about it, brother. Exactly, exactly. And uh, I'm praying about this in my hometown in my county in Texas. There's nothing. There's no conferences. There's no nothing in my in, in the valley. There's no conferences. Uh -huh. There's nothing. So I'm um, I'm I'm going in a couple of weeks to the valley and I'm just gonna go drive around and hopefully I could find a reasonable room to rent because I'm gonna do a the first annual conference in my home. That's hometown. awesome. There you go. Okay, so so you'll get a full call from me. Okay. It'll be next year right. for sure. Well, it's gonna be next year for sure because I gotta get prepared. I gotta, I got, I gotta, I gotta come up with a budget to see how much the room's gonna cost me and all that sure. stuff like that. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so next year, get ready because it's gonna be a conference of of inspiration, motivation, and uh, and and uh, a revival. Nice. You know what I mean? So, so it's going to be all, all in one, like a business, you know, it's like a business, but with probation. And then in the end of the conference, what I want to do is guys, if you want to get prayed for by our speakers, come in, come, come yeah. over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so get prepared for next year, get your stuff ready for next year, get the material ready for next year, get the, Get mentoring programs ready. You know what I'm saying? So you could sell it up there. Whatever you need to do. Because I'm going what's to. What's your plan? Like, what's your month? 
I don't know yet. I gotta I gotta figure these things out. Probably gonna be like in uh -huh. summer. You know, it, it's gonna be like probably in June or July. So I have to really think of uh, work this thing, work this out. I gotta find uh, a place. CB sits a hundred people. You know what I mean? Uh, because I gotta I'll talk to Daniel. See how much does he charge for speaker to get on stage? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that that is my mentor. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta sit down with him and figure figure the cost. How much it's gonna cost me to charge speaker to get on stage? Or I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of planning, but as you said, you pray for it. I mean, it'll come just like that old oh yeah that old baseball movie. You know, build it and they will come. But we're praying for it. Oh yeah, bringing it on. The dream of field. The the yeah. dream of field. That was build a good a, one. Yeah, build a dream. Build a dream. Build a dream. Yeah. <laughs> there build you go. Dream. We're gonna be doing the same thing, brother. So whenever we get ours put together, we'll we'll be shouting at you as well because we'll want you on our stage. Uh, there's no doubt yes, about it. You know, let me know, man, and I'm I'll gladly fly anywhere you guys want me to, bro. I don't well, mind. We're right you in know, Dallas, putting, so it's not it's not a bad drive. Yeah, let me know, bro, and uh, we'll get together, man. If you're going to do a conference, let me know, bro, and uh, we could make it happen, man. You know, we could make it happen. There's no there's no ifs, buts, ants about it. You know, we could right. make it happen. Awesome. It's true. Well, brother, we want to thank you so much for being on the show with us tonight. Miss Elisa wants to do a podcast with you another time on her podcast, Back to the Basics. No problem. Let's so, go. And we're going to do a quick shout out to our listeners thank you guys for listening so much to the born to succeed podcast it means so much to us we want to thank mr israel hernandez the distinguished toastmaster author speaker podcaster for being on our entrepreneur coming upcoming quad millionaire i mean philanthropist for being on our show tonight and sharing words of wisdom with us that that we could then so that's what we always try to do on our podcast is create content that is here to make your lives better. We're born to succeed. So, Mr. Israel, I'm going to leave you with one last question, then I'm going to ask Elisa to do the same. So my question for you is, what is one thing you would leave our listeners with today, knowing that the title of our show is Born to Succeed? What's the biggest thing you'd say for them, last thing to kind of leave on that note? One of my favorite quotes that, that I came up with is that improve your growth. Improve. Nice. Improve your growth. Improve your impact. There you go. If you don't grow, you don't impact. Awesome. Awesome. Miss Elisa, what would be your last question there? Or what, what, what do you have there? Well, my, my last question is going to be... Um, Either what book are you reading right now or what book has made the biggest impact on your life in the last few months? There's something that I I like to write quotes down, okay? And I'm going to start with a quote and I'm going to give you a title of one of my books that it's one of my top five books. Okay? okay. Uh, the, the, the name of the book is called Deep Change by Robert Quinn. Deep change. I highly recommend that book. Okay, highly, highly recommend. What's it? Talks about business. What's his last name again? Quinn. Q U I N N. Okay. Robert Quinn. It's called Deep Change. 
powerful business and life book at the same time. He takes you on a journey that it amazes, amazes you as a reader. You know, he you know, he tells you that that once you start a new adventure, you're going to the unknown. So you 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 you're you're naked in the woods. Okay, so you have to learn how to survive on your own. And, and that book really impacted me because you have to make a deep change in yourself right. if you want to go to the next right. level. And I want to leave with this with you. Reading books gives you a different language. Yes, sir. Okay? Reading books gives you a different language. Great readers make great leaders, right, brother? Yes, right. When you start reading books, you won't be talking the same anymore. You'll be talking a different language. Sure. And, and you know, when I wrote that down in the middle of the night, reading books gives us a different language. Because when you're talking to, to another entrepreneur, you're talking his language. Yeah. Are you there, brother? Yeah, I'm okay. here, brother. I'm here. Thought I lost you for a second. Well, no, no, no. So, so one last thing I did have on my thing here was tell us all your media platforms, Facebooks, and this, and Instagrams, and so all these people can find you. You, you could go to uh, my Facebook, my Facebook. Uh, if you want to join my, you uh, my uh, you are powerful podcast, just go to you uh, you are powerful on Facebook. Uh, go to uh, my Instagram. Go to Israel. Israel. Israel speaks TX. Israel speaks TX. You can go to my Twitter account at Israel Hernandez. You'll find me there. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for your time, Mr. Hernandez. We look forward to speaking with you and seeing you soon. And we hope you have an amazing day. To all the listeners out there, thank you again so much for listening. We hope these words have made an impact on your life. Remember to treat others as you would always want to be treated, for that is the golden rule. Mr. Hernandez, have a blessed day, my brother. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank God bless. you. God bless Absolutely. you as well. Take care, brother. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.